0: The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.
1: And good Thursday morning and welcome to Another edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJ-X-FM. With yours, Shirley Neville James. It is a... I can't even find the word. That's how beautiful it is. Deluscious. Go eat it. That's how beautiful it is. Remember I telling about visibility yesterday? Would you believe me? It's even better today. Seriously, I sitting here at this desk, right on the second floor, right? At a in a building in, in a Richmond Aldersville area of Christian And I could see the outline for a British Virgin Island. I ain't Totola. I mean Saint John coming in clear as day. And I might have to stand up if I wanted to to uh to see the, the, the uh the, the eastern part of St. Thomas Holanda. Yep. Cause so see the eastern part of St. Thomas But the Western part of the cruise Bay side of St. John, I in could so I got straight shot at that. It's an angle shot between two big trees. Don't there by procurement. Right? I mean, this is this is just impeccable visibility. And it's coinciding with the man himself being here in the territory. Right? President Joe Biden is here. <laughs> he fell in love about maybe what, seven, eight years ago? Because he got, he got a brother who got some run ins in St. Thomas. I believe he got, he got a crib on Water Island. I think that's how I hear it. Right? And apparently there was some controversy over there uh, with respect to. Uh, religion. Right? I, I, I got the dope. And uh, he said, you know something, let me check out St. Gray. And the next thing you know, he came over here, I believe sometime in either 15 or 16. And uh, the rest is history. Right? Came back for the first time as a president. Wanted to come, from my understanding, in 2021 into 2022. But Omicron, right, the, the, um, the pandemic were acting up and all that stuff. So, and logistics, you know, you know, didn't make it happen. But he made it last year. He's back this year. Uh, the governor, I'll give a shout-out to the governor. Governor issued a, a nice press release, right, welcoming the leader of the free wall uh, to the big island. And uh, hold on there. I'll make sure I read it, All right? Biden back for the crucial new year. And um, here we go. Governor Albert Brown released a statement Wednesday expressing his joy, All right? Um, today, it is with immense pride and profound gratitude that we welcome President Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden to the beautiful island of St. Croix. Their visit marks a significant and proud moment not only for the residents of St. Croix, but for the entire U.S. Virgin Islands community. Notice how I speak on a Yankee twang, right? The president's choice of our island and his retreat for some well-deserved downtime speaks volumes about the unique charm and warmth that St. Croix offers. We are always thankful for President Biden's support and commitment to our islands, And it is an honor to host him and the First Lady. Their presence here reinforces the strong bond between our U.S. Virgin Islands and the rest of the United States. And we are delighted to share the best of our culture, hospitality, and natural beauty with them. And apparently, uh, uh, he was up at Point Udall yesterday, right? Uh, Apparently. And he took some selfies, right? I see... um, I believe this is this is Aisha Duval. I believe generally can, can form this here for me. But I believe Duval get herself in a nice. That's all there. in the back? In the back there. That's all right. Yeah, she get herself uh, in, in a nice photo that she's talking to. She talking to talk someone who's sitting down. There while uh, the president and. Uh, the floaters uh, are, what's up Danny, um, uh, taking a, a selfie. A lot of media up there, and, and it, what happened to with the media, right? A lot of them ain't even watching the president, they're just freaking out at how beautiful these United States Virgin Islands are. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, welcome to, you know what I'm saying, paradise. Okay, uh, Mr. President. And Madam First Lady, you know, uh, welcome back. I should say. And and actually, the 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 First Lady, um, she enjoyed here so much uh, last year to start the new year um, that she came back in March. I believe it was. Let me see. Let me pull that up. Um, yeah, she came back in March to to be here. Um spend some spend a weekend or something, I believe I can put it up now. Right? Mm. Let's see if I can find this story. Every story. Okay, here we go. Yeah, March eighteenth. Uh she was here for a five day visit in March. Right? Yeah, she was here uh uh, for some rest and relaxation. Uh, the president didn't make it that time but she came back in watch. Uh which speaks to, you know, them uh, them them loving these parts. Right. Apparently she was in, in, in New Orleans and then she came down here right afterward. Right? And uh it makes sense. You know, wrap up a trip and come down to Paradise and cool off a little bit. Right, So, uh, this, there's also a story in the, in the New York Times. Uh, we're supposed to have a the, the table talk, supposed to crank up at, at 8.20, so I'm looking forward to, to elaborating on this, but there's a story in the New York Times uh, about uh, the president uh, coming here. I remember yesterday, I tell I heard Roland Martin, right? He's this uh, media guy. He used to work on CNN. He does his own thing now. Um, took some shots at us for the condition of our roads and all that stuff, you know, so. Uh, that's, one, that, that's why, you, you know, you go handle your business, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you got to be working in concert with each other, you know what I'm saying? Public Works, WAPA, uh, Waste Management, you know. It ain't just about um, providing, you know, deserved necessities for the people who live here. You know, this is home. Right? But I always remember, remember, right? Excuse me, that, you know, we're a consumer driven economy. That's just the reality of the deal. We ain't manufacturing here like we did once upon a time. So when you're consumer driven, right? Then the amenities got to be that much better, you know, to satisfy, you know, overnight guests. Right, you know. Yes, you go satisfy us. You know, we're the priority. Ain't a no doubt about that. I, I, ain't, I ain't mentioned words there. Right, but because of how we live in, right, you don't want folks landing at Cyril e. King Airport or or um, Henry Rosen Airport, and when they come out of the the airport, you know, bad roads waiting for them. You know, I, I know, you know, look, I know the deal, right? I, I've been in the arena, you know. It, it's sometimes it could be demoralizing, right, um, to hear the criticism and all that stuff. But it, it, it comes with the territory. On one hand, you know, you got the, the, the title, the prestige, you know, people looking up to you. Um, because let's face it, being an elected official is, is a big thing in a small community, right? But with it comes responsibility, and delivering the goods. You know, and infrastructure is absolutely critical, man. So, you know, Roland Martin took a shot at us, but he was here. I met him. You know what he you know what he want to do? You know why, you know why he, the roads need to be good for Roland Martin? Because he like to play golf, right? You know, he tell us, yo, I love Carambola. And then order to get to Carambola go drive. You know what I'm saying? so if that's the case... You know, let, let we just knock out these roads and make the territory, you know, road excellent, territory-wide. That, you'd be surprised how some people like that. I remember, I tell I when, when I went to Toronto, right, the second go around. Because I flew to Toronto in 2015, but I drove up in... In, in, in 2022 last year right and i went through um the southern the southern tear of of uh, of new york and i worked my way up like at a northwest angle towards buffalo and then overnight in buffalo and i went to toronto the friday morning right. i spent a couple of days there so i coming back i gotta go to connecticut now right because i gotta pick up something uh, so i i said well i ain't going back the same way i want to go a different route now so you know, heading back i i came over when i when i when i hit buffalo i didn't take the angle back down to the southern tier i went east and then i come through the middle of the state 10, syracuse and all that stuff then i get on the 17 right the 87 i mean sorry the 87 i87 and then i crossing over right through westchester county uh, over the what used to be the I think there's not a Maricoma bridge, right? so when I get to Connecticut right I live in um Westchester County, and I get to Connecticut because I never see interstate highway road five deep for six deep, beautifully paved like I felt like I was driving a Ferrari you check and I't s u v or no but I felt like I driving a Ferrari why. The kind of road them were like glass. And that, you know, I'm serious. Right? So, you know, when we when we when we start the massive paving in earnest, right? As a result of recovery. When Wapat finished doing what they got to do on the waste management authority and all that stuff. You're gonna hear people bragging about, yo man, I like driving on these roads. I remember when the highway got repaved. Certain sections of the highway get repaved. And you could tell the difference can you don't hear it <laughs> with the tire them, right? With the tire them. Uh, grooving, hitting the grooves and, and, uh, right? and the asphalt. You could tell when you're just leaving a, a, a section of the highway that hasn't been paved in a long time versus a section that has recently paved. Seriously. You know, so, you know, we could get upset, you know, but telling you, you when know, people spend their money uh, to come here you know, and they're driving and they got to deal with <clears throat> infrastructure that ain't up to, up to snuff. And then when they got a platform like a Roland Martin does, and they're taking shots, they're going to hunt. Now, if, you know, uh, you ask him about Carambola, and he's going to brag about a golf course, you know, so you go take the better with a sweet, literally, right? Better be in the road's the sweet bean, how nice I got, of course, we got here on St. Croix. So these are the things that uh, we got to make sure uh, uh, we, we handle and, and hopefully we'll be better off. There's also this uh, article, like I said, in the New York Times where um, they're showing um, the president and the first lady boarding Air Force One and um, the servicemen uh, saluting the president President Gatan, a nice uh, a jacket and a jeans, looking island casual. And the, the first lady, you know, got on a nice, she got a nice little blue jacket on and some white pants. You could tell she's ready to come to heaven, you know. So they're here and they're going to be here till I believe the second, right, which is um, five days from now, right, Tuesday. So Thursday, or Tuesday. So that means in total they're going to be here six days from Wednesday to Tuesday. Right, so now they're talking about the cost for the villa, right? The cost for the villa that he's saying is in the the villa that he's staying at, it rents for about seven hundred dollars per night. And has an infinity pool, private beach access, and obstructed and unobstructed views of Buck Island Reef National Monument, which I know is true. Got so a whole area there from Caton Valley head up to Teague Bay. When you just when you wake up and you look not. Right or excuse me, north. I'm gonna speak properly because we're talking about the president's bones. When you look north, right, Glenroy laughing after me. You're gonna see Buck Island, right? That's National Park Service and all that stuff. Eddie Bruce texted me. He said the two year, the two to three year old roads paved in Saint John are holding up very well. You should take a weekend to come over here and check them out. I go, I'm doing it. Like, uh, uh, Andy Rutnick, right? His his uh, his grandson, right? That's my godchild, right? I mean, adopting God tell you we, we we met at Saratoga last year, so you know twelve weeks. we weeks good. So I texted him a couple of weeks ago to tell you I'm coming over. So I'm gonna be there in January. Right? I'm gonna be there in January, uh, Eddie. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hop over there. Uh spend like a an afternoon and then do dinner St. John, and then head back uh, to St. Thomas. So that's gonna happen in uh, next month. I already told Jamar that. Right? So Andy Rutnick, uh tell your tell your godson. You tell your grandson, right? That we're hanging out in January. And I go check out Eddie as well. Yeah, Eddie Bruce gonna probably spend the afternoon together. And then uh I go hang out. okay I go check my grandson, you know what I mean? Before we link up again uh in August, uh up the way. Upstate New York. So yeah, man, let, let we let we you know, make a major reinvestment uh in, in in road paving. Let we do it. I'll check. Uh, and I think uh everybody stands to benefit from that. Including the cause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the front end, you check yo falling in. When you fall in my miss hey, sometimes you know we are looking to avoid one that you, you know it's it, it some place, right? You know a route and you you, you anticipate avoiding avoiding one and the next thing you know, you got another one that may be in close proximity, so you are kinda you know maneuver in the steering wheel, you okay? check. Like you're there at a street, a street course, driving a Formula One car, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you check. What I'm saying so. <clears throat> um, yeah, seriously, let we invest. Uh, let, let me make this recovery work for everybody. You so check the entire territory, and uh, now we'll stand to benefit from it. Okay. So the table talk, and we're going to be talking about the the, the President Biden's uh. Not only, you know, not only the recovery, but how fortunate we are. I mean, let's call a speed of speed that we have a president that wants the vacation in the U.S. Virgin Islands on a regular basis. Right? So that's going to be a topic. Trump's issues in Michigan. Uh, what else are we looking at? Uh, some New Year's resolutions. Mm. Oh, the Canilbe uh situation, kinda of Rocky, have having been a uh, at Law Senator um for almost two decades, he knows about that. he also worked there growing up. Uh also the the Calypsonians for, um having the show uh on New Year's Night and the situation with um uh pregnant women um who you know are looking at abortions in certain red states. You know what I'm saying? So we'll take a break, be back right after this.
0: Bank of Saint Croix. Bank of Saint Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of Saint Croix has two locations: one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500, and one in peter's rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal. New money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of Saint Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofsaintcroix.com. Member FDIC. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they
1: there in us before we know them?
0: She follows a quest many writers can understand.
1: As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic.
0: Authors, artists, sports news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.
2: I'm Ayesha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important, so are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News.
0: Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. News happens all week, all around the world.
2: If you want to understand what this French election is all about...
0: Four candidates it. are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday.
2: Whatever the outcome of today's
0: elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective, music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.
1: back here and analyze this. Like I said, it's an absolutely gorgeous day uh, in paradise and you know we're talking about recovery, right? Uh, Don't forget to tune in tonight at 8pm Recovery and Focus from 8pm to 9pm tonight. Uh, We'll do the programming program notes um, in detail uh, at the top of the hour, but uh, just let you know Recovery and Focus uh, takes place uh, tonight here on uh, WTJX from 8 to 9. I believe we got Ronnie Russell uh, on the line out at Keenan Ridge but uh, originally, uh, West End, massive there from the Frederic State Riviera. Mr. President of the 29th Legislature, 4th Term Senator Ronald Russell. Uh, happy holidays and, and welcome to the Tabletop.
3: Neville, thank yes. you very much. And to all our audience, enjoy this evening. A belated Merry Christmas
1: and many happy returns. looking
3: forward to the new year. Yes, sir.
1: That's a, a, a prosperous yes. new year, like they say, right? A That's
3: prosperous a- one <laughs> with health, goodwill, and a focus on family
1: and bringing things together. I like that. You know? I like that, man. I really like that one. By the way, Ronnie, Ra- Ra- the visibility for Cana Ridge, is clear over there, man? I could say St. <laughs> Thomas. <what, laughs> that's what I'm telling you, man. This thing is. Yeah. This thing, this thing. You can, like, you can reach out and touch it, man. That's how clear it is yeah, today, man. It's so clear, wow. yeah. yeah. And yeah.
0: you know, the beauty about
1: it is that the weather
3: that we have, it's a little cool in the night. You yeah, know, man. yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's good.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, and, yeah man. Yeah, we're Se- enjoying it. 73 degrees know. again this morning, driving driving yeah, into Christian said. Yeah. So, you know, at night, upon you there, you, you know, at a little altitude over there in Kenya Ridge. You're going to be in the upper 60s already. 69, 68. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why the president is high. That's what i say. saying to St. Thomas. The president is high. Because right. the president knows that paradise actually exists on earth. And we're glad that we have a, a U.S. president that has decided. I go into the Virgin Islands on a regular basis to bring in a new year every year, Randy. That means something, Randy. Wrestle man.
3: It means a lot. Yeah, man. And people realize that it means a lot. And I think a lot of people here really appreciate the fact that for the 50 states and the territories, mm-hmm. the president chose Sincroy. Croix.
1: No, he's falling in love. He's falling in love, right? Yeah. 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 Let's call him. that, status, that
3: is significant, you know. Mm-hmm. The leader of the free world yeah. uh, that is part of a global economy now, a global resurgence of people coming together. He decides to come to St. Croix for vacation, rest and recuperation, so he could go into the new year facing the challenges of America and the global market with rest from St. Croix, the fresh air, the beach, and the people. Okay. Okay.
1: I leave it there. No, 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 <laughs> no. Yesterday, um and, and I, I actually um uh, had, had uh, we had a, a bush tea discussion with um with Dwayne Henry and we had a reference Bill Clinton was here yes. uh, in the aftermath of the storms. He came here in February of twenty eighteen and he described okay, he just I find the art, I found the article. He described the world that we live in now. And I've heard a lot of descriptions, but I think um, the way he described it when he said, "This is a time of the most rapid economic, social, cultural, and environmental change it's a privilege you get to carry the responsibility into the next generation. when he put it in that context, right and um given where we are right in, in, in a in the heart of a prolonged recovery, but <clears throat> with a lot of areas for growth and you know high upside uh we got to embrace it ronnie man you know what i'm saying and if we got a president and a, and, a, and a first lady you know who are let's call a speed of speed uh, committed to spend some time here downtime and bringing in the new year on a regular basis and of course the first lady came back in march uh after she went to a conference in new orleans we gotta take advantage of that ronnie man yeah we don't know when it's gonna happen again or if it's gonna happen again. Uh,
0: uh,
3: absolutely and We have to embrace it as part of the American dream. People travel to places where they feel comfortable, where they feel welcome. And you know, and to us, it is an extreme privilege for us to have the president of the United States, to see Air Force One and the tarmac at Henry Ross Airport and see what's happening. It's just a beautiful thing. And it means that he is conscious of a lot of things about the territory, about our status, about a lot of things that could happen here. And the fact that he has graced us with his company means that he is very conscious of what's happening here. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, and it, 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 maybe we don't get results right away, but they're thinking about us and they're aware of here some of the challenges we face like the roads you know he, I, he gotta know yeah man he got an energy he gotta know he's no. he's aware
1: but that's something so, that um, Clinton mentioned and uh we were speaking about uh, when doing the Iwan yesterday talking Bushti he spoke about he said your cost of electricity here is around 36. 36 cents per kilowatt hour it is you. It used to be as high as 50 cents. In New York, it's 13.8 cents. In Iowa, it's 5.8 cents. So they're cognizant of what we're dealing with. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes. The cost of living here, of course. Everything is impacted. You got to buy groceries here. Every- you every-
3: got to eat and everything. You know, the whole, the whole, they, they're aware and I'm hopeful that add awareness with our delegates gives some relief. Yeah, man. You might see the relief right away, but you can get relief.
1: Well, we need, we And need, I believe,
3: yeah, I we, believe in
1: it. We need the you relief. Know? Don't don't forget to stay on top of the local news feed, the local news scene, by tuning into the WTJX news feed with Marcelina Ventura Douglas at 5 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. That's, that's five o'clock every day with um, Marcelina Ventura Douglas. We got the handle uh, joining us uh, from. Uh, I see the dog barking. Yesterday we had the cat crowing. Today we got the dog barking. Doc's call. The handle, the majority leader. Good morning. Happy holidays, man. How's everything?
4: Good morning, man. Happy Kwanzaa, man. Happy Kwanzaa. That's right. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. How you been? How you spending Christmas?
4: Well, the season was good, you
1: know. The season is good. Yeah, it was.
4: The season is good. Well... My season, my
1: celebration is right now, you know what I mean? We got six days of celebration, so that's what I'm dealing oh, with. Oh, that's
4: you dealing with. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah, got,
1: got to respect that. Check. How the weather okay. over there, man, I clear, clear over here? and I know over there, got to be clear, Duke. I can see you.
4: Man, over here, clear, uh, the Atlantic Ocean looking <laughs> like glass. <laughs> and the dog, them barking, and the rooster, them all over the place, running down, one, <laughs> running down all the hen them. <laughs>
1: How oh, Terry T, man, what last you say Terry T. I
4: haven't seen Terry T in a long time, you know, but I know he alright. I either see him He'll be on Facebook every day, yeah, every yeah. minute, every hour, every
1: second. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I saw I saw him two weeks ago today when we had the teaser, teaser two islands, you know what I mean. So he was over yeah, here no, like, no. he was over here last week or no. He he said that hey Ronnie, Ronnie, um Terry T uh sent me a text. He said never I need a lunar rover to navigate the road in mean, Christianstead, man, oh gosh.
4: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, they,
3: they, I'm not sure what the time frame for getting Christianstead in order, but it is taking a long time. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's one that's our main main um, you know, city, if you call it that because, you know, they. the the, the government house, government house, yeah. and all the everything operate from there. Yeah. So, um, it's a big, it's a big issue, and and you know, the the president
1: don't go to the Catholic Church in yeah. And the road Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah. So, but we got to, I mean, I, I, he he gonna encounter he gonna encounter some obstacles. You got Carlos here this week. That's what going to saying. Yeah, nice. yeah, hey, yeah. Docs, how's the roads in Saint Thomas? I come work here, Ronnie. How's the roads in Saint Thomas, Docs?
4: And the the, the roads are. Uh, yeah, we have similar situations. Some of them are nice. Some of them full of potholes. You know, what I mean, uh, you know, when it when it rains, a man say you could drop a, a fish hook it there and see if anything come up. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> 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 well, you know, well, uh, you know, if, if there's one thing that, that that we 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 could do right is um, better roads still over there in Saint Thomas and Ducks, what? Be- what's the name of the company over there? Better Roads? paving company in Better Roads?
4: No, Better Roads closed down. The, I think it's Island Roads. Island Roads. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and, oh, better, and over, over here, well, what we got over here, um, uh,
1: Rocky? I uh, mean, Rani, VIP even? VIP and uh, I think Marco have some paving. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Marco. Yeah, we, Marco. We, 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 you know something, I, I people might not like to hear it, but our situation is dire enough right? Where from a need standpoint, that if we got to bring in outsiders to make this thing happen, to complement the existing r- paving companies in the territory, so be it. Because at the end yep. of the day, we, we need all the roads in the Virgin Islands paved, man. All. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I, I sorry. It's a, it's a capacity thing, and if we just don't have the capacity, then we do what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's interesting, Docs. I don't know about um, Ion St. Thomas, but I know that when Ronnie and I, when we were growing up, and Ronnie's about 10 years older than I am, um, public works used to do all the paving, man. He had no contract paving back in the day. And all the road them used to be paved. But he had as much people driving like you got driving now. So, Absolutely. So, so that's, that's a variable that you have to factor in as well. I know we like to compare yesterday year with today, but you also got to look at the dynamics. And what happened was when we were growing up, um, and when you came here, uh um at that time that's when our population was tripling and it required an uh, investment in infrastructure. And I think, you know, we're in that situation now the hurricanes caused that lock school. So we gotta we got to, we got to pick up our game, man. And make make the infrastructure work for everybody.
4: Well one of the things uh when I came when I came back uh, sorry, after my sojourn, I read it. I picked up you know, I get the daily news and
2: on my phone every day. So I read all of them, and over in St. Croix, I
4: read where uh, Waste Management, you know, was burying sewer pipes, and they weren't paying the the contractor. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing, so one of the problems we really have is payment. I think payment and time. I remember back in the day when the legislature I take money that was supposed to go to road paving and I placed that funding into the union arbitration award fund. So I believe that legislation was never repealed so the monies that come in and goes, that was supposed to go to paving roads oh, went into the Union Arbitration Award Fund, and it reduced the.
1: You talking about the transportation the
4: funding it, 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 available? You
1: are talking about the transportation trust fund?
4: No, it wasn't. A, I don't think it was the transportation trust fund. It was the, the funding was coming from. Wow, I don't remember exactly where the funding came from, but that funding. Went into the Union Arbitration Award Fund. I don't you, remember. You, you are talking,
1: you, talking from back in Schneider? Is
4: no, I talked. I don't think it was Schneider. No. It was before then.
1: Okay, okay. okay. So a long
4: time, a long time ago, the money, the money came. Uh, went from the back then the unions wasn't getting paid, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and the legislature was trying to find funding. So what they took was the the road fund money. You know, the road fund money is when you, when you when you license your vehicle.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, when you license
4: your vehicle and then certain tickets that are paid used to go into the road fund and the monies were diverted from that, That, those money were diverted and went into the Union Arbitration Award Fund. So it reduced the amount of monies that were available to public works back then to to pave the roads. And I really don't believe that, that that specific legislation was was repealed. Thus, I'm I'm still of the opinion that a lot of that money goes into the Union Arbitration Award Fund.
1: Well, you know, know when we were growing up, um, you know, of course, you know, the population was still growing at that time. But uh, Ronnie, our road them used to be pristine here, man. Our road them used to be paved uh, in St. Croix, man. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but from a collective perspective... Our roads were in better shape than they are now. Matter of fact, Ronnie, I remember in in the twenty-sixth legislature, my my first term, and you you were serving your second term. Um, me, you, um, Wang Figueroa Seville, and Pedro Encarnacion, we we raised keen, you know, Keen, <laughs> right about Midland Road, and they finally get paid. Remember Midland Road was the worst exactly, piece of road I think, right? Right. Exactly. And the yeah. four of yeah, us, yeah. so 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 things can be done. And and be, to be honest with you, that road has held up well. And that's that's a hundred percent farmland, right? From yeah. uh, from Glen all the way down to Cobo, and that road has held up well, man. So uh, it, they can do it. Now, no, they have to work in concert with waste management because we need the new uh, the, the new uh, sewer, um, the sewer the the pipes for the sewer system because that's a part of the deal. But what we really need is uh, better communication, Ronnie, and administrative application for that money so that the contractors could get paid. Right.
3: Yeah, you know. Accountability to the people. You know, everybody benefits when all roads are paved. Mm -hmm. There's certain things that an administration could do. When you have a good hospital, everybody benefits. Yes. When your public safety is working, everybody benefits. When roads are paved, everybody benefits. And certain things have to be a priority. And, you know, I'm not... uh, We need to go into the new year with um, holding people accountable for the money they make in their jobs, especially government jobs, and holding the administration accountable for the services that we're paying for. Like, for example, the WAPA situation, although it's been mitigated a bit, it has always been a serious problem. And, you know,
1: it's still not where it uh, needs to be.
3: Yeah. You know, so we, we got to look to the new year for uh, some accountability to the people for the services that they should be getting. In other areas in the United States, these people get the services. You know, they, they live a good life because they could spend their money. They got disposable income. Some of the people here living here don't have no disposable yeah, income because yeah, yeah. the cost of living is so high. Everything is so high. But, so but, we got to look.
1: That, that, that's, that's, vision. that That's about uh us needing to, to to manage how our economy is feeding off of each other. That's something that yes. we, don't, we don't do enough of. We're going to take a break when we come back. And ducks, I found a road fund that they created in 2019. A district public road fund. I'm going to break down the details for you uh, when we come okay. back. Okay? Be back right after this, everyone.
2: Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Reina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe.
0: Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1.
2: On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big cowboy hat on. He looked like like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks.
3: <laughs> I'm Peter Sagal. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR.
0: Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.
2: Doom scrolling? Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News.
0: Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.
1: We're back here having a Thursday table talk, well, Triple T. Uh, This morning we got uh, the one and only Donald Bucks Cole, the handle, joining us out at St. Thomas. Good morning, Mr. Majority Leader. How are you? Good
4: morning, Mr. President, and like I say, happy Kwanzaa to the people of Virgin
1: Islands. Without a doubt, and of course, the one and only Ronnie Russell, originally out of the West, now hanging out on Canaan Ridge. Mr. President, the 29th, how are you, man?
3: Good morning, Neville. Good morning, and Good
1: morning to your wonderful audience. Okay, here we go. In 2019, and I know this is one thing the audience likes, right? 2019, right? You know that um, the VI Code, Doc School, it got uh, Title 33 to tell you about all the different funds, right? Right. And um, there is a district public road fund that was created in 2019, right? Title 33. And they said there is established a special fund In the Treasury of the Virgin Islands to to be designated as the District Public Road Fund consisting of four separate accounts, St. Croix Public Road Account, St. Thomas Public Road Account, St. John Public Road Account, and Water Island Public Road Account. Money shall be covered into the fund as provided in subsection B of this section. Subsection B, 2%, and this is what Ronnie was talking about, 2% of all property taxes collected for each island and the monies collected under this subsection shall be deposited into the respective islands public road account the commissioner of finance shall make distribution of property tax collections into each island's public road account within 30 days from the end of each quarter in addition to the two percent of all property taxes collected for each island before october 1 of each year 2% of all delinquent property taxes, including interest paid after October 1 of each fiscal year, shall be deposited into the respective island's public road account. So, if you live on a particular island, because of this, what I believe is sound legislation, this was the the year after they they sent me to Generation Done with with Ducks Cole and Raki and Ronnie, right? This is 2019, Right. Don't hesitate to call the Department of Finance to ask what's the balance, right, for my island where I live. You could do that, right, Rani, ain't not, ain't not Rani and Docs? And ain't nothing prohibiting somebody from calling Finance to, to find out if, in fact, they've been doing what the legislation mandates. I want to start with you first, Rani, and then Docs.
3: Absolutely, Neville. And uh, the people are entitled to find out what laws are in the books and how it affects them. Oh, absolutely. And you, you could demand answers because uh, those laws are made to promote a good life in the territory and to balance, you know, especially the finances so that everybody uh, then it's from, benefits from whatever laws are made. And this is a good law. That's a good law because it, it, it you know, the property taxes show it
1: for something. Yes, yes. Remember, so much- remember in 2008, me, you, Lewis Hill, um, positive, even Sean Malone up um, before before they ultimately voted for the new legislation for Seville, um, We had a problem with how and Docs. You could speak to this because you were there before me and Ronnie. Um, the the property taxes were like just going into the general fund with no specific. Uh, benefit to the people of the Virgin Islands, unlike every other state, Ranifos and then Ducks, where property tax have a specific purpose after they are paid into the state's coffers.
3: Yeah, and the states use it for education a lot.
1: A lot of it is education, yeah. correct. Yeah, correct. because
3: they realize that people have to be educated and the children dissolve the benefit. So they dedicate property taxes to that. And a lot of them do it to roads too, you know, because property is part of where you build your road. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, you get a new development and you need road, and so you need some money to to build the road. So, you know, those those two things, those types of legislation is real good legislation that people really benefit from. And the education one, you know, uh, across the state, all the states, and more I give that money to the education so the children don't suffer. you don't have to worry about funding. they're getting the fund, so
1: I believe in that. Now now docs, back in January of 2008, there was a proposal I reading an article now from the source. See I see I'm I, I feeling good this morning I don't know because it's sky clear, the sky cleared' be like a tabletop <laughs> so I, so I <laughs> like it'm
4: I'm,
1: like, I'm like a logistics machine just pulling up information and I, sh- I hope the audience appreciate it. There was a Thai vote right right uh here's the deal right uh just reading the the saint thomas source though government officials have said that a proposed increase in property taxes would give the territory enough revenues to sustain the fiscal year 2008 budget senators wednesday stood firmly against the new multi-rate tax bill recently submitted to the legislature by governor john DeYoung jr the proposal since revised by Senators Sean Michael Malone, UCR Richards, and Celestino A. White Sr. died on the floor during Wednesday's full session after a motion to approve was lost in a 7-7 vote. Voting in favor of the bill, Liston Davis, Senators Liston Davis, Carlton Eitel Dow, Senator Malone, Richards, James Weber III, and Alvin L. Williams, White, and Alvin L. Williams voting against the bill. Senators Figueroa Seville, Louis P. Hill, Neville James, Norman John Baptiste, Terrence Positive Nelson, Ronald Russell, and Carmen Wesselhoff, while Senator Basil Adley abstained. And actually, because of this abstinence, right? Docs, <laughs> right? <laughs> Basil Atley were the focus, right? Not the seven who stand up and said no, or the seven who wanted it. They want to know well, why he abstained, right? And the, re- the reason um, um, uh, Atlee... Had abstained based on what you were telling us, right? Um, <clears throat> uh, as a member of our five, mem- five member minority at the time, was that he didn't believe the bill were ready and he wasn't comfortable voting for the bill, so he abstained. And sometimes abs- ab- being, uh, abstaining or being absent, and I had to suffer from that, uh, being absent with 6905, um, could bring the limelight on you. But the reality is, Docs, at the time we were collecting, Rani, I believe it was. Fifty million in property taxes, and the yep. new bill would have created another ten million dollars. But it was putting ninety percent of that ten million dollar burden, and the people are saying, "John, right?" And docs, you serve, and you heard that cry over there from Saint John, because of course that situation is like nowhere else in the world, where people with hundred thousand dollar homes had people with two million dollar and three million dollar homes living right next door, and that were creating a property tax burden for them, and then. Compounding it, Docs, was that property taxing on a specific purpose, man? it couldn't work.
4: Absolutely. And the one thing I I don't think that you mentioned is that the property tax was challenged. That the, the way the property tax was. You know, yeah,
2: the, the burn, the burn, the, the
4: burn. The, bur- the thing was was the, tied up in court under the D. Young administration. The, that bur- the burn
1: lawsuit. Was, uh, the burn, yeah, burn, the yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. That that so, so no money is were being collected during that 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 case to be placed in the fund so the fund start didn't have money in it and i believe when they started to make the money or when that was resolved i don't know if any retroactive money was placed in the fund and that's the problem with a lot of the funds that we have the funds are put in place but the collection and placing the money in the fund becomes very problematic uh, when the, the point in time in, in in our government when we pass a budget level, we will say the governor can take money from any available fund. Mm-hmm. Right? You know the language that we put in there yeah. when he run when the government runs short of of money, based on the projections that that were made in the budget. So we authorize the governor to take money from any available funds. So if there's money in the road fund and we need some money to make payroll, that money is coming out. So that is where a, a, a lot of problem comes in is that, and you know how our money comes in, we have seasonal collection. Yeah,
1: and we, and we have we have certain months that we, we collect more than others.
4: Yes. So that is where the thing, so the fund might be there, but but putting money in the fund becomes problematic. So now the road needs to get fixed. But government workers need to get paid. And the governor has the authority to take money from any fund, and there you go. Now, I don't know if no, a lot could... of times that have happened, Thus, these funds don't have the funds, the money's in it. But that—that that what happens when we pass legislation and authorize the governor to take money from every place. And you know what was the number one... Uh, in the Virgin Islands, was making sure government employees get paid. Yeah, yeah. You didn't want government employees
1: to not to get paid. If it was one act number, that every every government employee I know you act forty-four forty. <laughs> act forty-four forty. <laughs> and that that that's the that's the union right? Uh, collective bargaining, yeah. collective bargaining um, mandate bill, right? So,
4: yeah, I was I was walking in the legislature so then. Bill Harvey.
2: Oh, Bill Harvey, yeah. From bill back Harvey in the day. is the one
4: that passed it, that bill. You know. Bill Harvey got voted out of office after that Legislative was he, for union employees, but yes, he sir. was the sponsor of
1: Act 4440. Me tell him, me, me, look, we know about legislation, me and Ronnie, we were pushing the, the, early, the uh, early start for the school year in 2012. Little did we know that the acts were hanging for me and Ronnie. When, when, <laughs> when, when the day after, man, and Ronnie called me, son, so, never we get beat up yesterday, and I said, yeah, be. Yeah, beat up, It's all right, man. We, we, we're going to okay. be okay. Now, what happened in the aftermath of that tie, right? That 7-7-1 seven, seven, abstain. Um, Governor De Jong called us back into special session, and they came with some amendments, right? And the bill ended up passing 10-4. to four. Senator Wesselhoff um, was not... Uh, <clears throat> she was absent. I'll just leave it at that, right? But in the end, Ronnie, yourself, Juan Figueroa, Seville, then... Uh, Terrence, positive Nelson, now positive T.A. Nelson, and myself, we said, no, they didn't go far enough, right? And in the end, Docs, when you came back in in 2012 and served in 13 and 14, they still had a property tax issue for the people of St. John um, yeah. up to that point. And I believe, I don't know if it's still in play now. I don't know if, they, if they've done anything to rectify it. I, I, I personally you know, believe that that situation is, un- is so unique in St. Thomas, um, we, we can't, in good conscience, and I want to start with you, Ronnie. We can't apply everything, even though we're one territory and we don't have municipal government. We need to be creative, Ronnie. The situation in St. John is unique, man. It's nothing like St. Croix and St. Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. For, for one exactly. reason. Two-thirds of the island is park service. So they they, decide, they, they need some type of formula. Right to provide relief because you can't apply yeah. it the same as St. Thomas and St. Saint Croix that don't have any percentage near two thirds, you know, of 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 the whole being occupied by 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 a federal entity.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I think I think uh, creative Senate would do the parceling out of how to deal with each island tax-wise, and I, I think that's a necessary function of moving forward. You know, Neville. <laughs> You know, um, you said it so aptly. The truth is Xinjiang is, is its own its own territory unto itself because how people live in Xinjiang and how the property has been divided is really a serious issue that, you know, we as territorial leaders have uh, tried to adjust it you know, over the years. But it's a real problem. And going forward, you know, going forward, how do you apply a property tax bill that would be fair to the St. Johnians? That's it's, an issue but, that but, still but, exists, I think. But Ducks, I don't know how you think about it, Docs, but, but it but, still
1: exists. But Docs, it's a simple formula. You apply the, the tax rate for the entire Virgin Islands, right? And then, and then what you do, right so that so that it it it, it special interest legislation right you apply another percentage after you establish what what the cost is right then you apply uh another percentage based on the amount of uh federal non 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 residential slash commercial land on each island in other words right let's say um and, and stick with me here ducks right let's say the property tax value for Saint thomas right the amount of money they're gonna generate is 25 million dollars and there's four percent non-commercial slash non-residential property um park service land right then you apply uh, uh a four percent uh to, to, to that figure so in other words if, if you're generating 25 million you take half a million for the island Right or or for the property or for all the property tax payers in Saint Thomas in Saint John, let's say the property taxes uh, would generate uh 15 million, right? Then you apply a 65 percent across the board, so that would take away 10 million dollars right there, right? And, and and everybody would pay their share. That's how you do it. You don't have to be uh uh uh. A road scholar to figure that one out because St. John's situation is unique and St. Croix is even less. I believe it's like one percent of the land is non-residential and non-commercial. So if we generating 25 million, you you you, you take out uh, let me see ten percent is two point five, that means one percent, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It's gonna be it's gonna be negligible on St. Croix. But that's how you do it. And and then that solves the problem because we let the St. Johnian residents know, Look, we know your situation ain't just about people coming and building homes there. Two-thirds of the island is park service and as a result that's non-residential and non-commercial. Can't be accessed I you need relief. So think about that Docs. over the break. When we come back, we we'll wrap up that part of the conversation and then, and then go to other areas as well. Table Talk on a Thursday is in effect. We'll take a break and be back right after this.
0: Views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.
2: Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, but it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Reina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe.
0: Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. Be here when Great Performances at the Met presents Simon McBurney's reimagined production of The Magic Flute. It's Albert Flute. Mozart's sublime fairy tale pits the power of love against the forces of darkness. Starring Lawrence Brownlee and Aaron Morley, Delight in Ditzauberflöte on Great Performances at the Met. December 30th at 10 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12.